Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact by phone at 522-WTIC or 1-800-966-WTIC. You can email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And um, I'm a little sleepy because of that UConn women's game. How about you, Bob? But I, I watched it to the end. No, I, I waited for the uh, replays this morning. <laughs> it, was, it was like 12.30 in the morning when it finally ended. But uh, it was a good game. Good game. Fun to watch. Um, not happy with the outcome. But uh, feel free to get online, 800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. And uh, we'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. Let's go right to your calls. We're going to go to George in Hartford first. Hey, George. Hey, how you doing? Good. How are you? Good. I have an uh, Apple iPad Air, yeah. and uh, it has low amount of storage that I bought it, I think, for the 16 uh, number yeah. uh, at first. And I'm running out of space for my photos on this particular uh, uh, piece of equipment. Yeah. Wondering, uh, where can I, can I download the photos of something else, like an external uh piece of something, mm-hmm. or the cloud, as they call it, and uh, what kind of equipment do I need to actually do that, and uh, extra wires, and, uh, you know, the uh, actual uh, machinery. Right. Do you have that? a computer at home? Yes, I have an iMac. Okay. So you should be able to transfer the, the information from your iPad to the iMac uh, using iTunes. Okay, but I need, I need a special wire to get to the uh, uh, machine-to-machine, Correct. Right, it should have come with that, right? Didn't you? Well, do you have wireless in your home? Yes. So through iTunes, it should like transfer over the uh, iCloud, should it not? To the iCloud, yeah. But if he wants to have it locally, oh, okay. a backup locally, uh, you do to the iMac, which would be with a. You have a cable to charge it, right, George? Yes. I'm not a big Apple user here, but I would think you can take that cord and plug it into the uh, USB port of the iMac, right? I don't think so. No? Oh, wait a minute. Yes, yes, you can. Yes, that's correct. Okay. And so you should then be able to do a sync using iTunes and move that picture data to the iMac. Just putting it on the iCloud is not necessarily the best backup. Well, it's- I'm not so much concerned about the, the, the best backup, but the question is, for example, if I put this, these photos on the cloud... They still remain actually on my iPad somehow, right? Well, you'd have to delete them after you put them on the cloud. You, oh, I You see. delete I them see. to free up space. Because your problem is you're running out of space. Yes, correct. Right, because it's only a 16-gig device, which... Right. I don't even know why Apple built such a tiny little device. But, uh, yeah, so you got to transfer it off, transfer it to your iMac or to the, to the cloud, and then delete it off your device so you can use it again. Okay, and this can be done through uh, with iTunes? I'm fairly certain. We'll put a link up there. Uh, for you with an, uh, how to do it right from Apple support as to how to move your photos and stuff uh, okay. off your iPad. And uh, be, when you say your link, uh, what does that mean? If you go to computertalkwithtab.com, the name of the show, dot yep. com, and you go right there, there'll be a live link, and it'll it'll say 
uh, how to import uh, photos and videos from your iPhone, iPad. Uh, it tells you how to transfer photos back and forth. This is right from Apple itself. All right, very cool. Thank you very much. You're welcome, George. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye. So, yeah, that's one of the reasons I'm a little cr- always cranky about Apple is that, I mean, they sell these great devices, right? But they sell these, they're kind of like, they're so crippled with the amount of size. I mean, 16, 16 gigs. I mean, I have a phone, you know, maybe a decade ago that had 16 gigs of storage. I mean, it's too small. And then you do an update on the iOS, and it can actually chew up even more space. So you find your your Apple devices has to be replaced because you're out of space, and they don't let you expand it. Well, what gets me is the cost of the memory cards or the cost of where they store the data is so low. Right. You know what I mean? I, I can't understand it. It's a few dollars. Right. So that they could easily – most Android devices allow you to add additional storage. So you don't have this issue. But you know, Apple will say, move it off or buy a bigger device. Thank you very much. And good for them if they can get you to do that. Let's go to Bill in uh, New Hartford. Hey, Bill. Bill, are you there? I am. Yes, I am. What can we do for you, sir? Uh, I have a, an issue with my password. Uh, I have a, a seven-month-old laptop, an HP. Uh, mm-hmm. And what I do is I shut off the modem at night, and I, and I shut off the computer at night. It's on a shutdown. Yeah. And um, so everything is dead, and when I bring it up in the morning, I've got uh, three letters of my password already there. Okay, so what is your password? What is my password? Uh, Soroka. No, Sam. don't tell me! What are you doing <laughs> telling me, Bill? Okay, well, I can change it. I can change it anyway. <laughs> I'm just kidding, Bill. Okay. Nobody, nobody knows who you are or where you are, but... You told me it. I just asked you. and You told me it, man. I thought you'd be you're gonna smack me around on the air and say I'm not telling you my password. Well, you know, I trust you. There's <laughs> there's a fifty thousand watt radio station. You can't trust everybody. Well, okay. nobody you know, nobody's listening, anyways. All um, right. <laughs> so so your issue is that you've got three characters pre filled in when you power the machine up. Yes, it's it's uh, I. I used to have uh, another laptop that yeah. got, uh, that I ran AVG on, uh, and AVG got hacked. Oh boy! Uh, yeah, I'm on a. Uh, I'm not on AVG now. Right. I'm on um, um, Malwarebytes, okay. and I'm on uh, Kaspersky. All right, you don't need both, but that's fine. Well, they aren't detecting anything wrong at the moment, anyway. Correct. So what's happening is your your keyboard is falsely impo- uh, inputting some characters when it comes on. You could have a stuck key. You could have some some crud under your keyboard. You know, if you eat over your keys, you know something could be kind of st- stuck down as the machine po- uh, comes on. We used to tell people in the old days to take their keyboard and lift it up a few inches off the table and drop it, and that would free up the keys because in the old days they could get stuck. And I'm contending that something is a little stuck on your keyboard and it's importing inputting some uh, characters as it comes on. Okay. Order something else wrong with your keyboard, and it's in- inputting characters as it comes on. But okay. it's probably not a hack of any kind. Um, if that's what you're worried about. It is. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I thought. I thought so. Having had it happen before. I, I hear you. Well, you're giving away your password like it's nothing. Well, I plan on changing it as soon as we get off. That's <laughs> okay, all. Good. Good. I'm just kidding with you, Bill. I think uh, that's what's going on is that you've got in- some sort of input happening. When you backspace it out, right, you clear it. Okay. Right. And, you, yes. and you're able to input your password and, and the machine comes on, correct? Yes. Okay, yeah. I don't think there's anything nefarious going on other than a stuck key or some sort of interface issue with your keyboard and your machine. Uh, okay. Um, even if Malwarebytes is uh, telling me that the 
The uh, oh yeah, next item is the uh, the malware bites uh, has told me that the uh, uh, web is no longer secured, and then and then it uh, by by backing up my machine and starting over again, uh, malware bites straightened itself out. But the four items that secure the web, yeah, the first one was missing. Yeah, that's not good. No, but and, it, and uh, so you could that, you didn't tell that, us that. That's part of uh, this whole. All right. So you could have something going on in your system as far as malware goes, but having somebody try three keys while the machine—I mean, nobody's trying anything while the machine's physically off, right? It can't be done. It's powered off, so right. you're safe there. Uh, when the machine comes on, malware bytes is detecting some issue. Are you using OpenDNS to surf? Um, I—I I guess so. I, I uh, would expect that's what it's called. Are you? No, OpenDNS is a is a way to secure your system better. Oh, no, I'm not. You're not. Okay, so when we get off the call, go to Computer Talk and look up how to implement OpenDNS in your in your, in your your home network or on your computer. Will do. That'll make you more secure. Okay. Run Malwarebytes and have it mitigate the issues it seems to have. But, I, I, but it, it, didn't, it didn't show me any issues. Uh, after a scan and what have you, a couple of scans, nothing, nothing showed. Okay. Um, it, it was just that it, it, uh, it shut off the first of the four items in its... Uh, web protection. Uh, uh, malware bytes did. Maybe they're trying to sell you something. Are you sure they're trying to saying, "Hey, Bill, buy something here"? Well, when I backed it up a few days, it's back on and it's okay now. Okay. So then it could just be a timing thing, as it was comes and goes. Yeah, as it was powering up, it was doing its scan. It might just be a timing thing on what it saw. Okay. I, I'm not sure. I'd worry about it too much. Uh, and again, when your machine is off, nobody can do anything. Okay. Right. That's, so that's you, right. It's you, disconnected. Yeah. So the three characters are some sort of false input that's occurring, I think, by your keyboard for some reason. Okay. I thank you very much, sir. All right, Bill. Thanks for being a good sport. Thank you. All right. Bye. bye. I didn't think he'd tell me. <laughs> yeah. But I gave him enough time to do it. <laughs> Come on, guys. Don't tell anybody your password, um, no matter who asks you. Right? Don't trust anybody. Yes. Trust no one. That's probably in a movie, right? Trust no one. Oh, a lot of movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Indiana Jones, right? Yes. Goes and sees, uh, what was that one? Uh, that was the, uh, oh, it's been the Holy in, Grail one. It's been in Star Trek. It's been in um, Star Wars. I mean. I told you not to trust anyone, Dr. I've got Jones. a bad feeling about this. <laughs> exactly. All right. We'll step out for a quick break. Get back to more of your calls. Two lines open for you. 1-800-966-WTIC, 522-WTIC. We'll be right back. We are back. This is your uh, computer talk. <laughs> I'm not sure what it is. I'm so tired after that game last night. <laughs> oh, what's my name? Oh, it's Eric. And uh, that's Bob over there. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. And then uh, Dr. Leslie will be in with Healthy Rounds, giving you a second opinion on your health advice. So stick around for that. Let's go on to your calls. We're going to go to Chris in New Britain next. Hey, Chris. Good morning. How are you? Uh, still trying to wake up. Tell me about it. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, here's my situation. I have uh, recently purchased. It was a, a used com- a laptop computer. So it had a big uh, hard drive on it. Uh, it has a Blu-ray player uh, in the CD-ROM. It has. It can play DVDs and Blu-rays. Yeah. And when I put a DVD in it, uh, it, it through Windows Media, the DVD plays fine. Right. But when I put a Blu-ray in, yeah. it says it can't 
recognize it I, I, through Windows Media. So uh, a friend of mine told me, well, there's some certain things, you Super DVD, some media for 16, or something that you can download that will take care of that. Do you have a different opinion? No, I, I agree with him. You need a Blu-ray software player, which should have come with the machine. Um, no, I bought it used. It didn't come with any discs or anything. Okay, you bought the machine used. Uh-huh. All right, so do you know the manufacturer of the Blu-ray player? No, I don't. Um, okay, that's no. fine. That's fine. So what we do have to do is find for you a Blu-ray player software okay. that you can run on the machine, okay. and then uh, you'll be able to play Blu-ray discs, we think. Okay. Now, is that something I would get online? Can I download something like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, just go to a reputable site. We're going to try to find one for you and put a link okay. up there for you, Chris. Okay. There could be one where you pay for it a little, you know, a little bit, or you uh, might get it for free. Yeah, I like I like free is always good. I like that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So uh, we'll put a link up there for you. You do need the software to run it, and then of course you have to you know make sure the software has to interface properly with the hardware. So okay. that's why I asked you the manufacturer because there might be drivers you need to put on there for it to work. But let's okay. just hope the software. Where would I find that link? The name of the show: computertalkwithtab.com. Uh, right there, you're going to have links that are there, live links that we put up during the show. Okay. And we'll All right, well, I appreciate it. I look forward to that link, my friend. You got it, Chris. Take care. Bye. Yep, you too. Bye-bye. Man, I wanted to ask him what his mother's maiden name was or his first pet was. Bob and I were talking about this off air. <laughs> so I started asking people security questions, uh, kind of going back to that last caller who gave me his password. If you guys are on Facebook, and I just saw this recently even with my friend group on Facebook, they were posting their favorite teachers – Kind of reminiscing, right? Guys, that's a security question, right? Your favorite teacher. Your first pet. Right. Your first automobile. Right. What was the name of your first grade teacher? Right. All those things, guys, are security questions. So if you find yourself part of some Facebook string where you're putting that stuff in, you are being fished. You are being socially engineered. To give up those questions. I know it sounds like you're going back to reminisce about great teachers, which we all had them, right? Thank goodness for great teachers. But if you put it in your Facebook feed, your favorite one, it's a security question. (laughs) And I got another tip, too. If you get an email notification that you have your account statement from your bank is ready, click here. To log in and view it. Don't ever do that. Don't do it. Even if it's a legitimate one, go and open your browser and go to your favorite, whatever you have marked or however way you get in there, but don't do it through the email link right, ever. What you could be doing is giving them your, your username could be and password. Fishing. Yeah. And just yeah. just don't do it. So I Trust no one. Trust no one. <clears throat> let's go on. I got a bad feeling about this. <laughs> let's go on to John in Hartford. Hey, John, what's up? Hey, guys. How you doing? Love your show. Thanks. Um, <laughs> and uh, I... I have a similar problem. I think it was Cheryl has the uh, HP All-in-One yeah. where <clears throat> uh, when she's typing, things jump around. Yep, yep. Um, Same problem? I, I looked up the uh, HP, and it's a wireless mouse and keyboard like mine, and yeah. I had that problem, and I switched out the batteries. Oh, sure. And yeah. I noticed that uh, <clears throat> seems like when the batteries start to die, that, that happens. You're exactly right. Um, that we told her to change her her mouse out last week. So hopefully she said she did that. So hopefully that, yeah. that was tried. But yes, a bad bad. That's why wired mice always work best. I, I I hate it when clients have wireless mice because you know that's, and keyboards and keyboards because then you have issues. These weird problematic issues. 
because of a battery right. issue. My so. keyboard only works when I move it over to the side of my desk. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so. yeah, I noticed um, I was peeling an orange one day and near the uh, computer, and um, yeah, some of the, you know, there was drops of stuff that went on the screen, and that activated that touch screen, and oh, yeah. <laughs> everything went crazy. <laughs> yeah, I was looking through some um, some forums uh, on that on Cheryl's issue, and some guys talking about a lot of bugs he has. And, and yeah. I, I mean, that's a bad living space if you get a lot of bugs in your house actually activating the screen, but it was causing trouble for him, just bugs literally hitting the screen. <laughs> like, yikes. Right, so, uh, well, the cockroaches wanted my, to uh, surf the web, too. My is Mrs. Johnson. My first car was a Ford. Oh, no. And my password is 123456. Oh, John. Oh, man. <laughs> you, you, gave away your, you gave away the store. Yeah, so I, I have a question for you, Eric. You got it, sir. What's your password? <laughs> I'll never tell you. <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. Have a great one. All right, you too. Yeah, don't ever tell anybody. Change it up. Use your pa- use different passwords on different services, whatever they may be. And uh, heck, that's not going to solve all hacking issues because you can be social. If you're a target, if you're targeted, you know we talked about Podesta and those emails, where this whole discussion about Russian meddling. <laughs> um, he was targeted, and uh, he fell for it hook, line, and sinker. And uh, all the ugly details of how the Democrats did it, what they did to Bernie got out, and he was targeted. So if you're targeted by somebody who's going to be as good at what they do as far as trying to figure out who you are, what your password might be, celebrities really do have it bad when it comes to this because it's a it's a one-to-many kind of thing, right? If you've got people who really want to figure out who you are and what you're all about, they get nothing but time. <laughs> You know, I really don't think he was targeted. I think that it was just a mass, you oh, know, phishing scam. Yeah, and he was the one that fell and, for it. And he fell for it. That's and true. somebody found, like, the needle in the haystack, if yeah, you will. And you're probably right. Yeah. Let's go on to uh, Joe in my old hometown of Windsor. Hey, Joe. Morning, guys. How you doing? Good. How are you? Your screener wanted my password, but I wouldn't give it to him. Is that all right? That's good. Good. Matt, why are you asking people's passwords? All right. I go talk to that guy. Go ahead, Joe. What's going on? Uh, last year, I bought a, a, a software. I'm a Mac guy. Uh, okay. Called Markswear. Markswear. Okay. It's uh, Quark Express to InDesign. All the printers today are using InDesign for printing. Yeah. And I've got files that go back 20 years for Quark. Okay. I bought this software. You plug you plug it in, and you just click click, and it converts Quark Express to InDesign in, within seconds. Sometimes. Wow. A, a big brochure, like 40, 50 pages, it takes a minute. Yep. It saves me weeks and weeks of work. It's it's a great program. Okay, so you're kind of just giving it a plug? Yes, I am. Markswear. How do you spell it? M-A-R-K-Z-W-A-R-E. Price is $199. What you're doing is you're buying the use of it for a year. Well, check it out. So you, but you, you, if you got old cork... Files. This can this can convert it to InDesign like nothing. In, almost instantly. And your uh, middle name's not Mark, is it? Not today. <laughs> All right, Joe. Thank and you very I, much. I found a coupon that brought it down to one hundred sixty-five dollars online. Awesome. Well, we'll put it out there for folks who use that old software. Okay. Thought I'd let you know. Appreciate it, Joe. Thanks. Take care. All bye. right. Bye bye. We're going to be here till eleven o'clock. Feel free to get online. We have three lines open for you. Eight hundred nine six six WTIC five two two WTIC. And when you call in, don't give Matt your password. We'll be right back.
we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Bob. And we're here till 11 o'clock, so stick around. And Dr. Leslie will be here uh, up next, giving you a second opinion on your health advice. I also heard Law Talk. Uh, they'll be talking um, about uh, consumer law. They've got a, a kind of a friend of ours. He's a client of ours uh, in the past, Dan Blinn from Consumer Law Group will be on. And uh, he is a wealth of information when it comes to consumer law. So stick around for that. Um, law Talk, I'm not sure exactly what time that's on. Is that four or three? Uh, I don't Either know. Way, stick around. Yeah, if you want some uh, good information here, stick around WTIC. Let's go on to uh, George in Windsor. Hey, George. Hi. How you doing? Good. How are you, sir? Good. Uh, I've got an HP Pavilion uh, 5514. Uh-huh. How, how old is it? Oh, it's got to be at least five years old. Okay, five. All right, that's fine. Yeah. And what happens is uh, more and more frequently it's uh, freezing up. Okay. And um, hard locking, also, like a hard—that's that, a hard lock where you can't do anything. Like you can't do Control Alt Delete to get it to release. You have to power it off. That's correct. Okay, hard freeze. All right. And then uh, also, it seems to be uh, pretty slow. Okay. Lately. Um, that hasn't always been like that, but no. I'd say in the last six months or so, it's it's really slowed down. Yep. Okay. So you're wondering what you know what it could be? Um, five year old machine. Yeah. Um, some of the things we're going to recommend you do, um, you know, you're going to want to run the basic hard drive diagnostics, right, to make sure the hard drive's healthy. Any suggestions there, Bob, as far as what diagnostics he should run there for him? Uh, I mean. Well, HP, typically, uh, if you um, reboot the computer, and yep. I'm not sure if it's an F2 or an F10 or an F12, you, they have a, typically a menu you can go into system diagnostics. There you go. And you can run diagnostics on your hard drive. Yeah. So and, do, do that to see if the drive has got a problem. Okay. If it comes back clean. If it comes back clean, I think the next thing is to start going through malware bytes and things like that. See, yeah. if, see if you got something in the background causing these freeze ups. A hard lock though points to probably a physical issue. You could it's have probably hardware. It could be the drive or maybe a bad stick of RAM. And the diagnostics may. I'll put a little air quotes around the may. And you um, can do diagnostics that. on your memory as well within that same tool. Correct. Yeah. Okay. So, and if if everything comes back okay, and after yeah. you do those defrags and and run the uh, malware bytes. You know, it just yeah. could be that there's something wrong. It could be a heat issue as far as performance goes. If it's overheating, it can slow down. You could have a, you may want to blow out your uh, CPU fan that's on top of the CPU that could be all yeah. gummed up with uh, junk and not cooling the machine properly. Make sure uh-huh. the vents are clear on your, yeah. on on your computer. Yeah, so uh-huh. there's enough cooling going on. Okay, I'll try those. Um but I don't have to spend uh, thirteen. Uh, what is it? Thirty nine ninety five will uh, speed up your computer. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> don't do that, but uh, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks a lot, guys. You got it, sir. Thank you. All right, bye bye. And of course, it's, you know, five year old machine. If all those things don't work, at least you can go back to committee and say, "Hey, I tried all these things, hon. Can I get buy a new computer?" and Get it through committee, you win. Let's go on to uh, Robert in Cheshire next. Hey, Robert. Hello, gentlemen. I can't believe on the air you guys guessed my password. It was John Vanesta. Now I have to change it. Oh, <laughs> gee. You know, we're, we're that good. We are that good. We're that good. 
So I'm having a similar problem to George, actually. Uh, I found a workaround for a problem that I was having for quite some time, must be at least six months, where my screensaver scrolling through my pictures would come on, and I would go back to my computer and move my mouse, and the screen would just go black. So and yeah. I found out that I found out if I could do a control alt delete, my task manager menu would come up, and I would just say cancel, yeah. and the computer would run again. Um, last night, however, it sent a message. Microsoft said that it had, had detected an error. There was this uh, like uh, code code scanner icon that I could <clears throat> could have put my phone on and find out what it was, but they said that they were sending Microsoft information about the error, and then it would restart my computer, and it never it never restarted. Now when I when I shut it off and then turn it back on again, I get the Microsoft icon and a little spinning pearl necklace that won't stop. Um, yeah. So it's kind of a blue screen. You're kind of you, you do have a problem with your operating system or maybe a recent software install causing this issue. I'm guessing, right, Bob? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I think it actually tried to. It, it, during one of the times I shut it off and put it back on, it was it did try to install updates and it went through about forty percent, and then the screen went black again. Is this Windows 10 or Windows 7? Windows 10. Yeah. What I would do is uh, I would reboot it. Hit the uh, F8 key, go into safe mode, and then I would go into uh, System Restore yeah. and restore it back to before it did the updates. If that was three days ago or a week ago, you should have a restore point that you can go to. Yeah. And uh, it'll- when I first when I first turn it on, those two messages the is it F8 they, they come on, but only for a split second. You gotta be quick. Um, you gotta be quick. You gotta be quick. It's F8. F8. Yeah. Just, okay. just picture that commercial with a fisherman guy trying to take that dollar from the girl there. Well, you got to be quick, Robert. As, as soon as you reboot it and you get the black screen, just start tapping on the F8 key. Yeah, that, okay. that works. All right. That sounds good. Now, the other thing, as far, as far as it freezing up occasionally like you're showing there, it could also be that you've got issues with hibernation and power saving that are the machine's just not waking up properly. Um, so yeah. you could have other issues. Updates could, could correct that um, or... It, you may want to change your power settings so that you're not fully hibernating the system or or uh, power saving the system. Keep things running like the hard drive and stuff like that. You know, power That's power saving. Yeah, power saving can be more trouble than it's worth. So when I started in safe mode, it will add, it will then give me a choice to go back to to uh, a different date to restore the system. No, you once you get into safe mode, it's going to just turn off a lot of things that work. Uh, including a networking, unless you turn it on safe mode with networking. But the point is, then you got to go into your control panel, or you can just type in uh, system restore. And uh, okay. once you get into the system restore app, you can choose a date. And there's a place in there that'll give you more options because a lot of times it'll only list uh, one, two, or three dates, and you might want to go back further than what it shows. So. Yeah, try those things. See if see if you can find a stable configuration. If you still don't have a good configuration, then you could have something wrong with your operating system. Safe mode itself, just going into safe mode, could help clear it up. All right. All right, Robert. Appreciate your advice. I will give it a go. Good luck, sir. Thank you. All right, bye bye. And we guessed his password, man, huh? <laughs> Let's go on to uh, Chris in Summers. Chris, what's up? Hi. 
For decades, underneath my desk, I have had a HP LaserJet 1320 printer. Yep. And in the same period of time, I a couple of, of um, inkjet color printers have mm-hmm. come and gone. Oh, yeah. Would you fellas have a recommendation for a color laser jet printer? Sure. HP. Yeah, oh, definitely. Uh, if I would recommend, depending on your price point, I mean, you can get them for under $500. Right now, you can go to your local staples and just pick one up. I did it for my son when he went to Yukon. Um, it's very inexpensive, and you only will need one printer, you know, to rule them all. You won't need the inkjet. And uh, HP makes a great product still. Not as good as the old days. I mean, that, that 1300 that's been there for two decades, they don't build them like that anymore. That's too bad. It is. It Planned is. obsolescence. It is. But it, they do deal, They still do a good job. Um, so you, it depends on your budget, Jim. What's your budget for a new printer? Um, I, can, I can go a few hundred dollars. That's... A few hundred? Yes. Color laser at a few hundred might be tough to find. Uh, you might find one in the... Let's say four hundred range, um, but I would recommend checking it out because it you only have one printer then instead of multiple. You know. Oh, and and I'd like to do the 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 laser jet. Yeah. From my previous experience. Yeah, stay away from inkjet. It's much more expensive per page. I would contend. Yeah. Although people have argued with me now, maybe they've come up with a better deal, but is, color laser is the way to go. I'm I'm an avid reader of Consumer Reports. Yep. And yeah, there's a couple of of laser jets in there. Yep. There's, but the more expensive ones that have uh, twelve hundred dots per inch resolution, mm-hmm. they don't test. And I've I found one called a six six fifty one. Okay. Do you folks have any knowledge about it, or <laughs> so, do you know where I could I'd, get some? I would contend you don't need that that higher resolution from hardware. And usually you can get that kind of resolution through software. Oh. So you can go with a less expensive laser and still get what you're looking for. Okay. Yeah, but sounds, you don't have fair. to get the best that the that they make because six months from now, that won't be the best anymore. Yeah, are they actually showing a, a color laser for a couple hundred bucks, Jim, in Consumer Reports? Uh, They're... They're in the few hundred, well, a couple hundred. Yeah, I think one of them is about $300. They go from 300 up. Yeah, okay, that makes more HP. sense. Yeah, exactly. So you, if you get in that, that, that three to four, like 450 range, I think you'll be happy. A lot I mean, of places run sales to get them in. So a lot of times yeah. you can get a $400 color laser printer for like 300 bucks. Yeah, just wait for the sale. Okay, and yeah. your your suggestion is a 600 dots per inch is probably is. That's what a Bob. Need? That's a Bob saying. Yeah, I I don't do a lot of high res printing, so I would defer to Bob if that's the case. Um, you know, you want obviously if you're doing a lot of color photos, you want to make sure you're going to get the resolution you want. I would say go into uh, like a Staples or uh, Best Buy and look at the printers that they have out on display and run a color uh, test page. They'll typically run one, and you can see what the resolutions are. Okay, that's a, I like that idea. Sure. And thank you very much for your ideas. Guys. You're welcome, Chris. Appreciate it. Our pleasure. Okay. All right, bye-bye. Bye. Yeah, I mean, HP, 
It's always been a, a good recommendation. You want us to take a break there, Matt? Yeah, we'll stick. We'll step out for a quick break. Jim and Bob, hang on. Two lines open for you. This is Computer Talk. We'll be right back. All right, no rest for the weary. <laughs> we are back. This is Computer Talk. Oh, that game went so late last night. I mean, come on. 12.30 in the morning. Yeesh. And then to have it end, it was great to watch, though. If you watched it live, it was a, it was a very exciting game, and the girls did what they could do. Um, it just didn't just didn't work out. Let's go on to uh, Jim and Summers. Hey, Jim. Hey, good uh, morning. How are you? Doing fine. How are you? Good, thanks. Hey, I got a question and a comment. Well, the question is, um, I have Windows 10. I used to have Shell on the, I don't know if it was Windows 9 or 7 before the, the 10, and it got me back to the... Uh, XP protocol, I guess you would say that. Uh, yeah, so you had a, a classic yeah. shell. Yeah, and then uh, and then I had I upgraded to Windows 10 for free. Yeah, and all that went away, and I'm having a really tough time with shortcuts. You know, I right. I know you right click and you you put on you know um, your shortcut uh, web you know www.yahoo.com. Yeah, and it's there, but there's no icon to tell anybody that it's actually Yahoo or whatever. And I was wondering if there is a better way to do that. And, and that's within the operating system. You want the shortcut to be on your desktop? Yeah, yeah. You know how you go on the uh, bottom left and you you hit, uh, I don't know, the Windows flag or whatever, and all that stuff pops up in a, in a whole separate window. And that's, I don't, I, yeah. I'm not really good with that. And, that's fine. Uh, if you, I, if, I don't know why they, you know, Things were so much better when it was XP, and they <laughs> changed everything over, and everybody's got to relearn what they already know. You know? I know, I know. Well, Microsoft felt they had to rearrange all the furniture. Yeah. Anyway, if when you hit the flag, you start typing in the name of your application. Let's say you you type in Word, and you see the Word icon comes up. Right. If you right click on that icon, you can scroll down to where it says Send to. And then choose desktop. And what it'll do is it'll place a shortcut on your desktop to that application. So the ones that you use the most, like Word, Excel, Outlook, um, whatever they are, you can actually send it to your desktop. Right. And then it'll be right there for you. And basically, like, I, like I hate the cluttering ones. the desktop, but it's there. It's like the best solution for 10. And is there a shell for him, too? Is there, there is a classic shell for Windows 10. You can also install that. Oh, okay. Well, Windows 10, it, it seemed like when I did it, when I did the upgrade of Windows 10, it took all that away. Well, well yeah, Microsoft will always say they know better than you. you got to go to... They're like the nanny software. Classic shell, <laughs> and just download the Windows 10 version and reinstall okay. it. And uh, my my last thing is just a comment. Uh, yeah. I, don't, I don't know if you have a big audience for cord cutting. but Sure. Uh, oh, yeah, definitely. My, my I had a Connecticut uh, uh, cable company, and my... And I didn't have any premium channels or anything, just regular cable or, um, you know, a phone. You had to do the package. Right. My bill was up to 210 and wow. what they wanted, we had like seven TVs in the house. You know, we don't use all of them at the, you know, but if I'm in the cellar or the garage, I, I throw it on. And yeah. then they wanted us to go to those little boxes at three bucks a box. I know. And that would have had my bill go over to like, the, you know, 220 bucks. I was like, you know what, forget it. So. I went out and bought a uh, like a twenty four dollar antenna, stuck it up on my my roof, yep. and we got all these channels that we never knew were you know, like you know for 
um, the PBS we got create, which my wife watch all the time. Nice. But the the biggest impact was we we first started out with Sling. Yeah. And that was awful. It was the experience was oh you could only be on it for one TV. Oh. Uh, and then when Sony View came out, it the whole world changed for for well you know for as far as the cable experience. Yeah. But you can have seven TVs, uh, iPads going all at once. Nice. Um, and it was uh, it was a remarkable difference. And for the phone, we got Uma. Uma, I, and, I use Uma too. I love Uma. Yeah. And uh, our my my bill now is uh, less than one hundred and twenty dollars. So it's basically just um, cable. It's just the internet service you're paying for now. Yeah, right. Yeah. Seventy seven dollars, I think, for internet, and then and the rest is I all of twenty five for view. And you know, the phone is free after the first hundred bucks. And yeah, you know, it's been. Uh, and I don't know how uh, people aren't catching on to this. There's, you know, and when I turned in everything to uh, to the cable company. They didn't try and retain me or anything. Try to give me deals, or they just went with it. You know, okay, thank you. Yeah, no, they, they really can't do anything about it. I was recently at my cable store and did the exact same thing again using my TiVo Bolt approach, which is still kind of shooting me in the foot. But uh, the Bolt has these little devices that you can put around your house and connect to your TV. You pay for them once, and you can watch all the technology on any TV through that four-tuner device, which if all the tuners worked. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, you know, I hear you've, you've definitely done a great job cutting the uh, cable with the view. So, and, and the thing with the view that people really don't know is that it's also a DVR. Yep. You can go back in time and watch just about anything you want. You can get a whole series of stuff. Um, yep. That's a Sony so product, right? Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. And, I think uh, it's part of uh, PlayStations by default. Yeah, yeah. But if people think you need PlayStation, but you don't. All you need is, I got it on a Fire... TV box, but you can have it on Roku and uh, Apple TV has it now too. Awesome. So yeah, uh, thank the, you. The cable, uh, the cable monopoly is coming to uh, some sort of end. I hope someday. We'll see. All right, Jim. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Bye bye. Bye bye. The key really will be though. The, the the whole irony of this is as we cut our cable, the cable guys they don't care that much because they're going to eventually just charge you per the per megabit, right? Like like when you use water, right? You, you're going to be you pay by the CCF, I think is what it's Just called. Just get those uh, leaky toilets fixed. Well, yeah, but you're paying by your usage and consumption, and the cable companies are going to, they're not going to, they don't care if you cut the cable, we'll get you coming or going. Well, you know, if you cut the cable for your TV service, you're still buy, buying cable for your internet. Right. So and, they're really not losing you. And then when you stream it and they start saying, you know what, you're a heavy user, I'm going to hit you up by the megabit. That's you need competition. It's the only way to keep our costs down. And unfortunately, our legislators don't seem to understand that, and they allow these ridiculous monopolies where Cox is over here, Comcast is over there. If you let Cox and Comcast battle it out, you and I would have cheaper cable prices. Period. Yeah. Period. Yeah, but then I don't have to buy the services that I don't want to really ever want to watch. <laughs> well, that's true too. But we need competition. Um, let's quickly go to Bob in Newington before we get to the top of the hour. What's going on here, Bob? We'll try to help you out before we run out of time. Okay, uh, I'll try to be quick. All right. Uh, last week I phoned in about a slow uh, laptop. Adele. So are you complaining? Right. Are you calling to complain? No. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, a slow laptop, but yep. Adele inspiring, I guess. Yep. And what happens is it um, closes... When the screen's closed, it looks like a curtain coming down in a theater, you know, where it just slowly scrolls back. And I think you suggested it may, may be the video card. Sure. So I'm out going to go shopping around for a used laptop. All uh, right. Something very inexpensive because I can't 
go to Windows 10 because the programs I have. Uh, oh, but we talked about that. Didn't you try to use it in compatibility mode? Uh, or did you not believe us? No. I, I, did I not hear that? You could have because when we talk about this technology stuff, it can kind of make it kind of can sound like wah 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 wah. Um, you were saying you're going to take and go buy a new computer, Rob, and try your software in compatibility mode, which emulates XP. So don't go with the old junk. Get up to the okay. new stuff. Okay, because my, my question to you was, if I did go to the old junk or I had a friend that was going to give me a... Yeah. Well, you could... Give me is a good idea. Free is always good. Yeah. Yeah. Can I load Windows XP on it? Well, maybe. Depends on your operating system and the licensure that came with that XP. If you uh, have the disks and the key... I do have the disk and the keys from the, this old computer I have. I would contend technically you can load it. Okay. As long as you turn it off on the old one, if you want to be legal. However, the operating system is dead, so I would contend Microsoft really shouldn't even care, but they do. Okay. So to be legal, you turn off the old one you're not using anymore and load it up on the new one and hope it works, Bob. <laughs> okay. But I'll check out that compatibility. Compatibility mode in XP. I think you had another. It's not in XP. I'm sorry, in uh, Windows 10. In, oh, in Windows 10. Yeah, you have a new machine out there, right? You have another computer. They in have your home. compatibility mode in 8, 1, 8, and 7 as well. Yeah. Because I was going to have to go out and I figured I'd trash this one here and go get right. something used. Right. I hear you, Bob. We got to go. Good luck. Bye. All right. Thank you, everyone, for calling on this Saturday morning. Stick around. Dr. Lessie's up next. Thank you, Matt, for producing and Mike for posting everything live. See you next week. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.